You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hey, Dolphins, this is Michael Fink with the uh, FinFans Podcast. Each week we come to you and bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. During the season, you'll hear two shows each week where we review and preview each game. We shoot straight from the hip and have fun in doing so. We'd like to thank both the Dolphins Talk Network and the Pigskin Podcast Network for their support. Uh, Make sure to check them out. Please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Please make sure to follow the show. That way you'll know when a new one comes out. It's truly appreciated. All right, let's uh, kick off today's show. And it's another podcast. Uh, these are the ones I like doing, Lewis, the ones after the ball games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially after wins. That's right. Got a new coach and, a new, and he gets his first win. Uh, they uh, gave him a Gatorade shower in the locker room. I guess uh, Wilkins was uh, guilty of that. And uh, McDaniel made sure to tell them that, uh, look, it's not me that got the win. It's you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. I saw that whole thing. It was great. Um, you know, for him to get the win was just absolutely fantastic on week one against Belichick and the Patriots. And um, speaking of Belichick, I mean, my goodness. I mean, you know, he knows, he's very aware of the fact that this was McDaniel's first first win in the NFL. And uh, he didn't say a word to him. You know, when they met, you know, in the middle of the field after the game was completed, they shook hands. I mean, he kind of shook his hand and even look at him and then just walked away. You know, it was like kind of a, a you know, like a half-assed handshake. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, just, you know, say, you know, I, I would think that most head coaches in the NFL, knowing that that was his first win. Um, we congratulate him, you know, sure. Congr- hey, you know, congratulations on your first win, but not this fella. Uh, but anyway, getting back to the game, the game was fantastic. It was It was a joy to watch. You know, to beat up on the Patriots, you got to love it. I mean, this is a team, you know, Belichick that, you know, that uh, we've we've hated for so long. And to to get a win like this, and it was, you know, I don't think the game at any point, other than on the opening drive, was, you know, was really in question. I don't um, either. You know, it, as they move the ball, Mike, on that opening drive, I'm like, man, they're, they're moving the ball pretty well. They yeah. you know, we had some nice passes. They were running the ball well. And then... They decide for whatever reason to Ridiculous. challenge to challenge X Man. I mean, when are, when are people going to friggin' learn? I mean, <laughs> you know, you challenge the guy, and I think that you know they were trying to rub, you know, because it, it was a pass to Parker, of course, and um, I think they were just trying to rub salt in there, you know, going to Parker. But you know, X Man did the job. You know, well, he does you know, what he Howard, does. Best. Howard got away with one there. He, you know, he was he was kind of holding Devonte's shoulder. That's what the best ones do, Mike. Yeah. You know, they do. They they do it in a way they can get away with it. And yeah. um, and he did in fact do that. And, and you know that what? Gave, that gave him some extension. You know, <laughs> exactly. And you know, Holland being in the right place at the right time. Absolutely. What, what a great play. I mean, yeah. just absolutely great play all the way around. It was a game changer because if they go down and score right away, then you know we've it puts a little bit of pressure yeah, on. That was us. a ten point swing. Absolutely, yep. You know it was it was fun to watch. You know the defense all day yesterday. I mean, you know, before you get too far, um, go ahead. Miami did improve to thirty one twenty five and one in season openers. 
and Tua tied John Elway in beating Belichick the first four times he faced him. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> so you gotta love it. Two interesting stats. Two very interesting stats, to say the least. Um, you know, on our first drive, you know, after the interception, um, we drove the ball pretty well. Edmonds had a real nice run, and we we, we kick a field goal in the end. Um, you know, we go up three nothing, and then of course we had the big. Um, Big sack by Agba mm-hmm. on their on their next possession. You know, we just you know, we just continued to play good defense and you know, we wind up scoring a touchdown on Brandon on the Jones other. just obliterated him. <laughs> Brandon Jones, I mean, it, it, it was timed so well. I mean, and, and this is the thing, you know, we, we talk about that amoeba defense, and yep. you have to have the right personnel in place to run that defense. And you have to execute per- uh, perfectly because if you don't, you know, it, it leaves guys wide open down the field. Uh, you have to get you have to get to them and you have to get to them fast. And and Brandon Jones is just outstanding doing that. I mean, he's he's like Lawrence Taylor coming around the outside. He timed it perfectly. Yeah, Jones um, had no idea. He he had no clue. Um, you know, he looked to the right for a second, and Jones kind of crept up to the line of scrimmage right at the very end. And you know that New England prepared for this sort of thing, and it didn't matter. You know, and this is what I talk about all the time. When you execute perfectly, it doesn't matter whether the other team's prepared or not. You know, they're they're not going to be able to do anything about it, and it results in a defensive touchdown for us. And uh what a big play in the football yeah, game. Yeah, that was game over right there. I mean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, to some extent. I mean, you know, we our defense kept doing it. But, you know, again, our, our offense moved the ball efficiently to some extent, Mike. But, you know, the bottom line is, is that, you know, in the end, you know, we had 20 points. And I felt that if the offense brought more to the table, this game would have been an absolute, much like the Kansas City-Arizona game. because. Kansas City was dominating on defense, you know, against Arizona, and their offense kept getting the ball back and putting more points on the board. I I felt that this game could have been forty to seven, you know, had the offense been a little bit more efficient. Um, that's how dominant our defense was. I mean, their offense just did nothing, New England, against our defense, and you know, I felt going into the game that it was a mismatch, and. Um, they proved they proved it well. You know, they went out there and they did their job. I just expected probably a little bit more out of the offense. And that's not to say they they played bad because they didn't. They had a pretty decent football game. Um, you know, you look at the the rushing numbers, Mike. You know, Edmonds had twelve attempts for twenty five yards. You know, he averaged a little bit over yeah, two we yards. Averaged two point eight yards a carry, and that's not really going to get yeah, it done. No, it's not. And that, Mike, and that is basically pulled up a little bit because Waddle had an eight-yard run and Cedric Wilson had an eight-yard run and Tyreek Hill had a six-yard run. So yep. you you subtract those three runs away from the equation and it, it gets a little bit worse, you know? Yep. So um, with all that being said, the, you know, the running game's got to get a little bit better. I like the fact that um, they incorporated 
their running backs into the passing game. That was fantastic to see. I mean, yeah, we've been asking for that for ages. Oh, for a long time. And you know what, Mike? They weren't screens. They were basically checkdowns. Um, I felt that Tua at times did a really good job. Yeah, which is exactly what you want. Yeah, absolutely. Over the course of the game, I mean, you know, Edmonds had four for 40 and Mozart had one for 16. I mean, when you have five catches out of your two top running backs for 56 yards on top of what the two top receivers did, it's a good day. It really is. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, it, it's a positive thing. They're positive plays, you know, rather than zero yards, you know, throwing the ball away or throwing the ball into the dirt, whatever the case may be. You know, you're checking down and you're getting positive yardage out of those situations and you know overall they did a great job in regard to that you know the running backs once they caught the ball i mean mozart had a 16 yard uh reception and um edmonds had i believe a 15 yard reception on balls where they were check downs they did a great job of eluding some tacklers and wound up uh getting a lot you know getting a lot of yardage there after the fact so it, it was really nice to see yeah, Edmonds had 38 snaps and uh, Mustard had uh, 25. Right. Yep. I mean, you know, pretty pretty much what we expected for the most so. part. You know, I mean, Edmonds, I think going forward, um, you know, I think you're going to see a lot more balance there between the two. Um, you know, I, I think that Mo, I've said it all along. I think Mozart's the mo, more explosive back. Yeah, and he's, he's faster, obviously. Yeah, he's a faster running back, and I think we're going to probably see more of a 50-50 split going forward. Um, but Edmonds is a really, really quality running back. I mean, you can see that these guys are just good, good football players. And um, it, it was it, it was fun to watch. You know, a 13-point win over, you know, a division rival, a team that made the playoffs last year. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't give a damn what they're talking about that. Oh, New England didn't do this. They didn't do that. You know, they've looked horrible in preseason. Well, you know, Belichick said it was two plays, basically, that uh, cost them the game. Yeah. Well, I think it was more than just two plays. I mean, yeah, so did I. But, you know, the, the interception in the end zone was big. I, I'm sure that's what he was referring I'm to. I'm sure. Know. And, of yeah. course, the yeah. you know, the, the defensive touchdown. But, yep. You know what, Mike? You know, our offense was not able to put these guys away. Even going into the fourth quarter, you know, you're looking at this football game and you're like, my God, these guys are only, you know, basically a touchdown away from being one score down. And, right. Um, right. you know, he can talk all he wants about two plays, you know, uh, basically separating. But the bottom line is, is that our defense held them over and over and over again. I mean, it's that simple. You know, Agreed. they they uh, they had numerous opportunities, numerous opportunities. It wasn't like our offense was, you know, taking five, six minutes off the clock every time we had the football. That was not the case. Um, you know, even after the fourth down stop, Mike, in the fourth quarter, um, you know, to it through a, just an absolute horrible pass that really should have been intercepted. And I'm thinking to myself, my God, thank God that ball didn't get intercepted because there was still six minutes left in the uh, game. Yeah, I think everybody was thinking that because there was enough time on the clock for New England to attempt to come back, and you don't you don't want that. You don't want to you don't want to lose a game you've been dominating, you know, over a mistake. Exactly. I mean, you know, it 
Listen, you, you look at New England's total yards on offense yesterday, and I'll tell you what, it wasn't an awful lot. I mean, I know that Jones had barely over 200 yards passing, and they I don't think they got to 100 yards rushing yesterday combined between all their rushers. So, I mean, you look at, you know, how dominant the defense was. I don't know if they gave up the 300 yards total offense to New England yesterday. No, and, they, and, that, and that's considering that they drove down the field on the opening possession. <laughs> exactly. You know, they the chewed opening, up a lot of yardage there, and, and they had another drive later in the game. Um, they, that they scored upon, yeah. yes. I mean, in between all that, there, there, wasn't, a lot there wasn't an awful lot. There really wasn't. Um, I think New England had a total of 271 total yards of offense. But, Mm -hmm. you know, move over to our side, and with all the upgrades and everything, we had a total of 307 total yards offense. So there wasn't that big. I mean, you know, and this is my point here, you know, and I don't want to downplay the win yesterday or anything, but going forward, we're going to have to do a little bit more offensively. If we're go- if we're planning on winning more football games, well, the question was: was it our offense not executing, or was it uh, the Patriots' defense just being a good unit? I think it's you know it's a, it's probably a little bit of both. I think that there were plays left on the field. There were uh, th- we were fortunate at times. I mean, you know, let's you know let's talk a little bit about Tua while we're here. Um, you know, he, he played a pretty decent game. I mean, this is kind of what we, you know, we see out of him. He managed the game. He managed the game, which is, you know, what they're looking for him to do, I guess. Yes, he ma- he managed the game, and they did a really good job. Um, you know, I felt that there were plays left on the field. There were a couple times where, you know, guys were open, and um, he didn't get the ball to them. Um, you know, with that being said, he threw 10 incompletions the whole day. Now. In the fourth quarter, there were three different plays that could have been devastating, you know, in regard to turnovers. And PFF credited him with the two turnover-worthy plays, which were the uh, the the two pay. I believe the one to Tyreek Hill, which he just. By the way, I mean, he just had a phenomenal game. I mean. That ball that Tua threw up to him down that one, the left sideline, um, should have been an interception. And and Tyreek just absolutely just stole it. He stole the ball. He went up, snatched it. I mean, I think the defender thought he had sure. an interception there. And, and Tyreek just made an outstanding play on that. So that's probably one. And then, of course, the, the throw in the fourth quarter where um, the cornerback knocked it away from his own right. safety. Um, those two plays. But you know, even more so than those two, Mike, um, you know, how he was handling the football on a couple of those passes where he was just forcing them, but just take the sack, you know, don't put us in a situation where, because both of those plays were a little bit touchy, you know, I mean, his there, knee- yeah, there's a time to take a sack and there's a, there's a time to try and make something happen. And, right. uh, you know, when you're in the fourth quarter and the game is almost over and you're ahead by two scores. No need, no need, right? No need. Now, if you're, you know, if you're trailing, you have to do everything possible. And he's got to understand that. Um, You know, so, I mean, you know, in regard to Tua, it's, it's a, it's a lot of the same, you know, for him. I mean, you look at him, he, he made some really good throws yesterday. I love the aggressiveness. You know, we'll talk about the coaching and stuff in a minute. Um, 
you know, he made some really good throws. Uh, I know he did his nice little spin move on a, on a guy, which was great to see. And that's what you want. You want him to be, you know, confident in the fact that, hey, you know, nothing's going to be perfect on every single play. I have to make plays, you know, when there's going to be a breakdown here or there. I mean, the first play of the game was a high snap um, by the center. And I'm like, oh, my God, are we going to deal with this all damn day? Because that's all we've heard about in, you know, in in practice during the uh, exhibition season was the fact that the center was just all over the place. And very first pass of the game, you know, but Tua wheels it in and, you know, he throws a ball into the dirt and Tyreek Hill's like 10 yards behind them wide open. I mean, you know, just stay calm you know, have confidence and, and make that throw regardless of what happens around you. And, um, you know, we've got to start seeing that type of stuff out of him, you know, going forward because the competition starting next week yep. is going to be a little bit tougher. It's going to be on the road. It's and, going to be a lot tougher. Yep. It's going to be a lot tougher. And I'm very curious as to how, you know, he's going to play in that situation. You know, he's got to show us that, um, you know, he's capable of doing even more so than he did yesterday, you know, in, in year three and with the talent that he has around him at this point. But I will say this, you know, if, if he goes out, he doesn't throw any interceptions, make some plays in next week's game, then, you know, we can't, you know, we can't ask more out of him. You know, he's, he's got to, he's going against stiff competition. He's got to step it up a little bit going forward over these next few weeks. Um, that's it. I mean, what are your thoughts on them? I mean, much of the same or? Well, I'll tell you what, what I wrote, and, and this is how I feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, facts are facts. And yesterday, Tua got lucky to get uh, get out without a couple of interceptions. Luck and Tyreek Hill bailed him out. Right. He needs to eliminate panicky reactions, remain composed, and know when to take a sack. Mm-hmm. When you're in the grasp of the, of the defender and he's throwing you down like a rag doll, protect the ball. Okay, right. now overall, I thought he played an efficient game, and uh, he threw for 270 yards, finished with a 104.4 QBR. That's all good. And, you know, it's just that little bit of cleaning up he's got to do with his, you know, ball security. And, uh, you know, I'd be, I'd be fine with a day like that. You know, he's going to get better. Right. Well, it's week we, one. He's right. going to get better. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know. What did he grade out at, Mike, yesterday in regard to the, um, you know, the grading? Well, uh, 53.3 was his overall grade. Um, his passing grade was 52.8. Uh, okay. Now, that's not, that's, uh, that's not very good. Right. Um, but, again, it's the first week. Yeah. It's, it's a new yeah. offense. He's, you know, I give, I give him a little bit of a learning curve. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, new- and he didn't do anything disastrous. So, you know, right. it's a passing grade as far as I'm concerned. Right. But things he needs to work on. Yep, exactly. I, I felt that the, com- the commentary by Archuleta was very fair. You know, I mean, this is a guy I've never, I, I think he's new to the booth. A lot, of, a lot of Dolphin fans didn't like it, I can tell you that. Well, I mean, you know. But I, I agree with you. I thought he was fair, too. I thought he was very fair in, you know, in, in his comments and, and what he was saying. And, um, you know, he, he basically was saying that, you know, this is a game that, you know, basically should have been put out of reach a few times. And, um, you know, they kept him in the football game. And, 
you know, he said he saw a lot of what he's been seeing at it too. You know, with right. the improvements. It looked like it look, the 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 game looked like a game we watched out of last year. Okay, right. To to a played small ball for the most part, and the defense won the game. Right. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. Yep. That's what I saw yesterday. Now, was I happy with it? Sure. Of course. A win's a win. You got <laughs> yep. to be. You got to be happy with it. We're, we're but, happy. You know, to compete with the Mahomes and compete with the other quarterbacks they are going to face somewhere down the road, Burrow in a couple of weeks, and even Lamar Jackson next week, he's got to be better. He's got to be more explosive. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully we see that. Yes, we have to see it. I mean, you know, I, I don't want to nitpick or anything, but when you have Tyree Kill streaking across the middle of the field and the ball's lowing away from him, and, and it was a catchable pass, but you want him getting hit in stride to where he can just take it to the house. Exactly. Yeah, yep. That play's left on the field right there. I mean, that's, that's a possible seven points, and if not, it's a 30, 40-yard play down the field. That's what you have to show teams you're capable of doing. Right, and, and then they'll back off, and then you'll be able to run the ball a little bit better. A little bit better. I mean, listen, when our average per run yesterday, when you saw guys getting hit in the backfield, Mike, and 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 fans can you know they they can go back and rewatch the game. The guys that were making the tackles for three four yard losses on Edmonds and Moser. Were, were safeties or corners that were at the line of scrimmage. And Kyle, this is Kyle Duggar was phenomenal. Right. And, and this is what teams are going to do until we do more of what we did right before the half to Waddle, where he threw over the linebackers and in front of the, the right. safeties and caught them off guard. I don't think they were expecting a ball that far down the field in the middle of the field. Were it you? Was, it was a great throw. Absolutely not. Of no, course not. not at all. Not at all. I mean, you know, I thought it was, you know, it was going to be a situation where they were going to throw the ball in the flat or, you know, just a quick hitter off the line of scrimmage. I mean, it was fourth and seven, right? I mean, yep. you know, it was, <laughs> I mean, what a great call. We went down the field. I mean, it was Tua's best throw of the day as far as I was concerned. And yeah, it, it was, was perfectly timed to hit at exactly the right spot. You know? That's what he has to do, and the more he does of that, you're going to see teams back up, back off. Now, the run grades, Mike, you know, in in conjunction, and the passing grades for our offensive line, I think we're all not bad. I mean, across the line of scrimmage, I mean, they were better than at any point last year. Um, well, let's let's talk about pass blocking real quick. Go ahead. Okay, I'll just, I'm not going to read the grades, but I'll go from top to bottom. Um, Armstead was first, Smythe was second, Jackson was third, Jones was fourth, Mozart was fifth, Sherfield was sixth, right. Williams was seventh. Okay. This is pass blocking? Yes. Okay. And uh, Hunt was eighth, Little was ninth. So that, that's pretty much how it went. So, you, you know, the, the guy that really stands out in a bad way is Eichenberg. Right. Eichenberg's grade was very low. Very poor. Right. Uh, everybody else did well enough. Right. Well, all the three, I believe, out of the five migrated, if I'm not mistaken, somewhere around 70, right? Right. right. Yeah, which is phenomenal. I mean, I don't think we had one game last year where we had three offensive linemen grade out that high. And Williams was the high guy at center at 70-something, right? 
What, well, are we talking pass, pass blocking? Pass or run, blocking, yeah. yeah no, blocking. run blocking, yes. Pass blocking, no. Okay, got it. Very so good. Let's uh, pull up the run blocking here, and we've got Connor Williams who led the team, mm-hmm. uh, and then um, Sherfield, and then Hunt. Got it. Smythe, Armstead, Juan Lukasicki, Ethan Carter. Those are all average grades. So. You know, the top guys are the ones I just mentioned. And uh, again, at the bottom is Eichenberg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Eichenberg. Just didn't, ha- didn't have a very good day. Didn't have a very good day across the line. The other guys, for the most part, you know, did an okay job. at The right tackle position, I know Jackson went down early. Little yeah, he, he didn't do well, but he was only in for six snaps. So how much are you going to hold that against him, you know? <laughs> Jackson, we're referring to. Yeah, yes. Little came in and probably was right on par with that, maybe a little. Yep, a little worse. Yeah, but he still did a better job than Eichenberg overall, which is not a good thing. You know, they, they're going to have to get him up to par with the rest of that offense. It's impossible line. after one week to make too much of any of that yes. because it's a matchup thing. Exactly. You don't know who he may have been going up against their best defensive lineman right. across the board. So, right. absolutely. So, you know, it takes about a month before you start to really get a feeling from those grades with of any consistency. Right. Exactly. How about our first of all, you know, we'll 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 throw out the special teams yesterday. Um the kickers were fantastic, both of them. Yep. They did a great job. Yep. Um the special teams overall were just outstanding. The defense we talked about, but Kahu, I mean, came. What an opening impression. Wow. <laughs> I mean, wow. Uh, I mean. Look, this kid was a walk-on. That's not stuff you're supposed to be able to do in your first NFL game if you're a free agent, you know? What an impact. I mean, Oof. you know, my son called me. He gave me the inactives for the game. And you know, his grade was elite. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He may, and he was only on the field, Mike, for what, 14 plays? Yeah. yeah. And I swear out of those 14 plays, you know, he made an impact on like three or four of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, big, big plays. A positive impact. You know, uh, my wife came up with something as she was watching the game yesterday. She said, boy, he cahooed him, you know, when he (laughs) nailed the guy. (laughs) And I said, you know what? She said, "Why don't you use that in your podcast?" And I so I got to give her credit. So going forward, if if Kahoo makes hits like he did yesterday, the one hit, we've got to say he got Kahoo'd, you know, going right. forward, you know. Our top defenders. Kahoo was number 1, Melvin Ingram number 2, Ogba number 3, Sealer number 4, Brandon Jones number 5, Raquan Davis 6, Javon Holland 7th, and uh Riley and Howard and uh Wilkins and Van Ginkle didn't didn't have a great game. He was only in for seven snaps, though. Right. And then Baker, Jenkins, uh, Elijah Campbell, Nick Needham, he didn't have a very good game either. Um, Keon Crossan, who didn't have a good game, and Landon Roberts, who didn't have a good game. Right. So that's what we got. Now, our, our linebackers have to tackle better than they were tackling yesterday. They, yes. they, they were really the sore spot of the defense. I mean, the yes. line had a great game. The, the secondary had a great game. And uh, the linebackers just didn't bring a lot to the party. No, a lot of, a lot of broken tackles and not a lot of tackles near the line of scrimmage. I mean, listen, New England early on, they were running the football pretty well. Um, you know, most of the time, you saw really good penetration from our defensive line. And, um, yes. 
You know, speaking of our defensive line, Sealer. Um, <laughs> Sealer was just, you know, he was. He's an animal. He's you an animal. I love, watch, blo- I love watching his effort, man. That guy is nonstop every time he's on the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, what I didn't like, Mike, was the ability to get to the quarterback. Phillips, to me, you know, and, and, you know, yesterday I watched a series where New England was playing from behind and all three times it looked like the same exact pass rush out of him and the offensive tackle handled him like it was nothing. Now, you know, I didn't see the grades. I don't know what he graded at. I don't know if he had any pressures on the quarterback at all, but I was a little bit disappointed in his play. I saw running backs getting he wasn't sealing the outside very well. I don't think he had a very good game at all yesterday. And the defense overall had a good game, which is amazing because we talked about the linebackers already. And, you know, you throw Phillips in the mix as well. And, you know, I'll tell you what, it was a bunch of other guys that were making up for, you know, some of the bad tackling by the linebackers and the lack. Again, Mike, it's a lack of pressure on the quarterback from from the defensive line without blitzes coming in. It's a it's much of the same. They've got to improve on that as well. They really do. I mean, you know, starting this week. I mean, I don't think <laughs> you know. I don't know if you know Baltimore's. I mean, they should be very prepared for what we did after what we did to them last year. Now, you know, you go in. And you have that same philosophy, you would think that Baltimore is going to be much more prepared for that. Sure, so they are. They are going to have to put pressure on on uh, the quarterback ne- Jackson next week without you know having the blitz every damn down. You know, just sending the house. So well, who who do you see as a pass rusher that can do that outside of Ogba? Well, Phillips has got to step up. Ingram, well, and if it's not know, Phillips, because Ingram's got to do it. Yeah. You know, maybe Flowers. You know, Van Ginkle if he plays a little bit more next week. Um, these guys have to do it. They have yeah. to do it. Um, you know, Wilkins. The guys in the middle have to. You know, break down that pocket. This is going to be a. a <laughs> I'm real- looking at the pass rush grades, right? Go and ahead. the only player in green was Brandon Jones. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and that, again, that... That's telling. That's telling, exactly. Now, I didn't see any grades. I'm just looking at the game, you know, from from watching it yesterday, you know, watching it with my own two eyes and and coming up with this. And, And I can tell you that there were times where... Mac Jones had a hell of a lot of time to throw the football, and it was it was frustrating. Now, um, were you really frustrated though by the defensive effort overall? Because I wasn't. Oh, by I, no I, I, yeah. by no means. It, but Mike, that fell on the secondary and the job that our yes. safeties and corners yes. and Kahu and these type of guys were doing yesterday. Yep. Agreed. Um, you know, so th- there's going to be quarterbacks that we are going to play against to where we can't afford that situation. Up front, they have to get better. And, um, you know, that that's something that has to start. Or they have to do more week. stunting or, or something to, to generate. To generate a pass yeah. rush. Absolutely. I mean, you know, again, Mac Jones, I don't know how many times we sacked him yesterday. I don't have that number in front of me. But I can assure you it wasn't. You it know, wasn't a lot. It wasn't a lot. And there were times where, woof, he had a ton of time. To throw the I football. think he was he was sacked twice. Um, 
Ogba and Brandon Jones. And Brandon Jones's hit, yep. which came on the safety blitz, and then yep. Ogba had one. Yeah, I mean, it's got to get better than that. It really does. I don't know how many pressures we had. I can tell you in a minute. I mean, just you just keep talking. I'll pull it up. Hopefully. Yeah, off the top of my, I mean, I know they had the sack on the sa- you know on the safety blitz by Jones, and I know Ogba had one um, later on, which you know four I, two sacks, one hit, and one hurry, and those were from Ogba had the sack and a hit, and um, Duke Riley had a hurry. Yeah, wow, not a lot, not a lot. Not so a lot. Your, your linemen aren't really uh, getting getting there. Yeah. Yeah, they've got it. Their line, their linebackers, linemen, whatever the case may be. I mean, like I said, Phillips, you know, number one pick. Yeah, I know it's only week one, but these it's guys, week one. these guys have got to step up. You know, they've got. Yeah, to Phillips step up. didn't look good yesterday against the run or the pass. So yeah. you know, he knows it. I'm sure they'll talk about it, and uh, he's got to get better. Absolutely, because he won't be on the field if he doesn't. No. They've got some veteran guys that you, you may see more of if, you know, yeah. if the job's not getting done by him. Um, yeah. You know, but I'll tell you, you know, they've got a really, really solid football team. And God, next week, Mike, I mean, we're going to, you know, in Baltimore, it's going to be a very interesting game. I'm glad we're not going up there later in the year when the weather gets really shitty. Yeah. Um, you know, I am really looking forward to that challenge next week. I really want to see how these guys. Mike, listen, it's time for all these guys to step up. It really is. I mean, all of them. Um, all right. Let me uh, let me read something to you. Sure. The Dolphins will enter Sunday's game in Baltimore, having held the past 11 opponents to less than 300 yards passing. That's their longest streak since 2017. And their last 13 opponents to 400 yards or less overall. That's their longest such streak since 2005 and six when uh, Saban was here. And uh, as far as next week, uh, they're four and a half point underdogs. They're four and a half point. Yep, over under forty five point five. Wow, I thought it was three and a half, but I, you know, I, I thought I saw it three and a half. Well, that's somewhere. according to DraftKings. Somebody else may have them at three and a half. Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. Makes sense. Um, yeah, Speaking Bal- of DraftKings, Lewis. Uh, yeah, I got a, I got to run to their uh, spot here. Sure. And uh, we'll be back in a couple minutes. You got it. The NFL's opening week was action-packed and it's just getting started. Get ready for week two of touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. Want more action? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. It's simple. This Sunday, bet on any NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, and uh, it's been great. One reason it's been great to listen to, because I use my Raycon wireless earbuds to do it. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. Uh, With optimized gel tips with a perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable, and they will not budge. Trust me. 
Raycons give you eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. They're priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder uh, Raycon's Everyday Earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. Think about that. 50,000. That's a lot of five-star reviews, people. They got options with them. You've got three customizable sound profiles. You've got uh, earbud tap functions. You've got noise isolation. And you've also got awareness mode. So if if you need to hear, you'll be able to. Uh, So... You know, these are pretty cool earbuds. Uh, They're comfortable. They've got those options that I told you about, and uh, you can't go wrong with them. So go to buyraycon.com today and use code TPPN15 to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's code TPPN15 at buyraycon.com to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com, code TPPN15. All right, we're back. All right. I didn't do very well in DraftKings yesterday, by the way. Why not? Yeah, you know, I had a couple of guys just fail me. I had some great choices. I had Waddle, but then I had <laughs> some really, really bad ones. But uh-huh. anyway, you That's know, the back, way it goes. <laughs> back to back to the Miami Dolphins. Well, you, you know? talk about our suicide pool for a second. Suicide. <laughs> the suicide <laughs> pool. I looked at it this morning, and I think we lost a bit. Yeah, we have 70-something people in this pool. Yeah, and we lost about 35% um, yesterday. A lot of people picked Tennessee, and they obviously are done. I'm trying to think of the other game. Um, There was one other one. Cincinnati? uh, No, there were a couple Cincinnati, but not many. Um, I can't remember the other game that that people got knocked out on. But, yeah, we lost it. We lost it. Well, that was Tennessee, Mike. Giants yeah, okay. Tennessee. Yeah, that's right. Thirty-five percent, and you know, there's there's still a game pending. A lot of people have Denver tonight. So, my goodness, if Denver loses, we're going to lose fifty percent, over fifty percent of the uh, suicide pool in the first in, week in one week. That's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. It but taps. that's the NFL for you. Just when you think you know what's going to happen, <laughs> you don't. Exactly, you don't. Right? It's so difficult, but. Um, you know, our, our Miami Dolphins, I mean, you got to love it. You know, they, they showed, you know, I, you know, this is what pisses you off is the fact that, you know, some, some polls had the Patriots finishing in front of us again this year. I know. Well, we'll see what happens. It's a long season. It is a long season. I mean, you know, there, there, a lot can happen in between, but you know, I didn't see it yesterday um, going into the game. We're a better football team. We've got more talent on both sides of the football as far as I'm concerned. I, I think so, They too. showed it yesterday. Yeah. You know, so got to love it. We're 1-0. and You love, you love it, you love it, you love it's it. Something to build on. Do- Dolphin something fans. to build on. If yes. they can go up to Baltimore next week, and we'll talk about this on uh, Wednesday. But Right. If they can go up to Baltimore next week and play a competitive game and somehow find a way to win it, that You're, takes a lot of pressure off when you when you have to play Buffalo and you have to play the Bengals. Yeah, exactly. And and by the way, you know, the Bengals, you know, every year teams are different. The Bills looked absolutely phenomenal the other night. The Bengals didn't look so great yesterday against Pittsburgh. Um, no, you know, Burrow had a little problem with uh, throwing interceptions. Burrow had some issues. And I'll tell you what, you know, our defense can give them some trouble. 
So who do we play first? Is it Buffalo or is it Cincinnati after Baltimore? Well, this week we go to Baltimore, obviously. Right. And then, then we mm-hmm. come home for the Bills. And then okay. we go out to Cincinnati and then the Jets. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. So we got Cincinnati in a couple of weeks. And that'll be an interesting football game because I think we'll match up pretty well. You know, um, unfortunately, we won't have our, our other starting cornerback back at that point. But, um, you know, it is what it is. We didn't got- miss him yesterday. We didn't miss him yesterday. A um, couple guys like Kahoo stepped up and they did the job. And, yeah. um, you know, that's what we need to see. Um, t- it's only going to get tougher, but. It is. There's no question about that. But you know what, Mike? Again, you know, Baltimore starting running back is Kenyon Drake right now. Uh, they've got guys hurt all over the place. Yep. I mean, he's the guy that played most of the time uh, this past week, uh, their receivers do not scare me in the least. Um, oh, who, who'd they play yesterday? They played the jets. Okay. Cause yeah, they, they, uh, <laughs> I just saw some long passes they completed. Yeah. I mean, they, like I said, they played the jets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, they're, they're going to see a little bit better defense obviously next week than what they went up against this week. And I'll tell you, I think as long as our offense does enough, we, we, we can go up there and win that football game. Well, I'm not opposed to defensive touchdowns, Lewis. Oh, and by no means. But the <laughs> offense is going to have to do a little bit more. Yeah, of course. You know, you don't want to keep handing the ball back to Lamar Jackson. Nope. You just don't want to nope. see that. Just those defensive scores are such momentum changers. Oh, know? my goodness. Absolutely. I mean, quick, quick score. Well, it, you think about it. You had that, boom, one play, you know, on, on the fumble. The hit and the fumble and the touchdown. Yep. And then the touchdown before the half. Boom, one play, 50, 60 yards. I mean, you don't, there was no grinding it out, none of that stuff. I mean, you had two quick touchdowns there, and that basically gave us 14 out of our 20 points. Other than that, we had a couple of field goals, and one was- That's the recipe, Lewis, you know, we're we're a big play team, and, you know, for years, we were the exact opposite, you know, we'd have to grind it out and grind it out and grind it out, and then not score because we screwed up somewhere. Yep. So, you know, this is a little different formula, you know? Uh, we've got a defense that's aggressive, and we've got an offense that's learning how to be aggressive. Yes, absolutely. And I, by the way, you know, the coaching I felt yesterday was just outstanding in regard to, you know, the offensive play calling. I'd love the aggressiveness. I know when we talked about, you know, the preview for the game, I, I, I had said I want them passing a lot on first down. I don't want to see a run on first, a run on second down, and then we're trying to pick up a third right. down passing the football. They did a lot of first down passing. Um, they were aggressive. The defense, uh, I felt he called a very, very good game. There were times where I was scrat- scratching my head in regard to uh, three-man rushes in situations where it was third down. And, you know, I hate three-man rushes. I really do. Um, you got to change know, it up, Lois. I know you do. I know you do. But my goodness, on third down, at least send that fourth guy. Um, it didn't come back to hurt him. Um, on a, on a few occasions, but it did on a few others, you know, they were able to complete balls down the field on third down. What'd you think of Mac Jones game? You know, it's interesting because, you know, the pass into the end zone, um, you know, and they were, they were going crazy because they felt it was pass interference. He was was screaming and yelling. Yeah. I'm not upset about that. (laughs) You know, they, listen, they had man the man and they felt that their guy was going to beat our guy. And that's what teams do. You know, they try to challenge X man, man, the man. And a lot of times 
you know, it doesn't work out for the other teams. They see him out there on an island, and they're like, you know what, we're going to get him. We're going to get him, and they usually don't. So, you know, in regard to that, you know, it was a great play by X-Man and by Holland. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, the hit and fumble, he just didn't see it. It was a great yeah. play. Um, those two ga- those two plays were momentum changers, and he didn't do an awful lot otherwise. You know, I thought he had some really nice passes down the field, Mike. But, you know, again, I, I don't – I wasn't concerned about any of their wide receivers, none of them. They're all similar yep. to me. They're yep. all, like, on – par with each other as to what they bring to the table, whether it be Aguilar or Bourne, uh, Jacoby Myers, you know, he had a decent game. Uh, Parker didn't do much at all. Um, you know, I don't know. I think he may have had one catch yesterday. So, you know, to me, they, they're not a scary offense. But to answer your question, Mac Jones, yeah, he didn't do an awful lot yesterday to win the football game for him. But he's going against a really good defense. Um, yep. I think he is what he is. You know, I don't think, you know, I, I don't, I would not put him in the top, you know, echelon or even the second tier, you know, maybe third tier, you know, and I'm talking about the bottom 10 in the NFL yep. um, at this point. You know, he, he stays poised. You know, he didn't throw a lot of balls up for grabs. He didn't throw a lot of, inter, you know, balls that, you know, we were like, oh, my God, you know, three, four balls. Yeah, there weren't he, a lot of dumb decisions is what you're saying. Exactly. He does a pretty good job of doing that. I think he was just overmatched yesterday. I think the Dolphin, again, getting back to what I started the conversation with was the fact that I felt that both offense and defense, play calling was just outstanding. They did enough to mix it up, as you just mentioned. And in the end, you know, they, they, you know, the result was there, you know, on the defensive side. Parker had one catch for nine yards, was targeted twice, yep. including the, you know, the yep. interception. Well, at least they learned. <laughs> yep. That's, hey, if Parker does that against us, you know, all the power to him in other games. I mean, you know, I, I liked him as a player I like here. him too. But, you know, we, we've had plenty of Devontae Parker talks. Yes, when he you plays know, because of his hamstrings and what have you, but uh, we both like him as a player. I mean, the guy, you know, always gives you a hundred percent. Yep. And uh, he's great at those 50, 50 balls, but you know, Howard knows him like a book and he knows Howard like a book. And really uh, it wasn't smart to even test him in the end zone. Just wasn't smart. Not at all. They felt they were going to catch us off guard and yep. that didn't work out for them. Yep. Um, you know, so, as long as Parker does well outside of us, uh, you know, outside of us, and New England's still not winning those games. There you go. You know, that's that's all. That's all. Yeah. We well, care you about. know, Belichick's chasing the Shula record, so I, I love to beat them for oh, du- yeah. double the reason. You know, double yep. the reason. This team and you know history. Yep. Uh, because I really don't want to see that man catch Shula, and uh, every time they win, he gets one win closer, and he doesn't have that many to go. So how many you know, does he have to go, Mike? I don't know the exact number. I think it's in the 20s. It's in the 20s. Well, he definitely isn't getting it this year. Um, You know, obviously, you you can't get to 20. Right. And he'll be hard-pressed to get to it next year, but it's possible. Yeah, he's going to need a couple more seasons. I don't see this team, you know, winning uh, more than maybe seven or eight games. I really don't. I mean, I think the Jets, once they get healthy, could could give them a run for their money. Right. I truly feel that way. I think you you could very well see this team 
And, you know, Belichick will make some adjustments and stuff, but they just didn't do an awful lot in the offseason, um, you know, to better this football team. I think they're much of what they were last year. And, you know, that was basically, you know, a 10-7 and 7 football team that were fortunate at times. He's got 321 wins. My, uh, you know, Shula had 347, right? So he's got 26 more. I mean, yep. it may very well take him more than three seasons to get there if we yep. can get, you know – push him around 500 every year so you know it'll be interesting but uh you know i'm fired up you know i can't wait to come back on wednesday and talk about the the preview show yep uh you know the preview for baltimore you know i'm gonna look at what they did yesterday in between and you know we'll come up with uh what we feel you know in our in our humble opinions uh what we should do against them in order to come out of there with a w exactly Yes, sir. All right. All right. Until until then, Lewis. All right. Fins up and all that business. Fins up, (laughs) doll fans. Let's, uh, you know, let's, let's, let's enjoy the victory. That's it. Go to a fins up. All right. That's today's show. I just want to remind everyone that the fin fans podcast is proud to be part of DolphinsTalk.com podcast network and the Pigskin Podcast Network. Check out these sites, guys. There's lots of podcasts and information there that you'll enjoy. All right. Until next time, be well and take care. <laughs> <laughs>